guys. Welcome to my latest little passion project, a podcast about traveling, touring, adventuring, and just generally getting outside and enjoying Australia. So as most of you guys would know, me and Caitlin have just sort of got back from our big trip around um, SA, NT and WA. And, you know, before we left and you're always here, you know, one of the greatest things about traveling is the people you meet and the experiences you have and the places you see and things like that. So this podcast really, I just want to make about those things, um, share some of the experiences we had, share the stories and experiences that other people we met had and other people that we may not have met, but we've, you know, heard have some pretty cool stories to tell. So that's really what I want this to be. And I think it's going to push myself and Caitlin to get out and um, meet these people and have face-to-face interactions and talk about these stories and, um, you know, all these incredible times you have while out traveling and just generally outdoors. So, yeah, uh, this is all pretty new to me with all the audio gear and recording and um, editing audio and stuff like that. I've never really done much of that, but, you know, you got to give it a go. So on the weekend, we um, went up to Morgan up on the river in SA and had a little weekend away just to gather our thoughts and just get back out into nature again after a few weeks. So we uh, borrowed some audio gear from a good mate, Ben. So shout out to you. Thank you very much. And uh, we recorded some stuff on the banks of the Murray River. So uh, since that time on the weekend, it's now, what, Tuesday afternoon, I've uh, committed and gone and bought a bunch of my own audio gear and recording stuff. So that's what I'm recording on now. So if it sounds a bit different, A, I'm inside, and B, it's uh, a different microphone and recorder setup and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, the conversation was, we just said, let's just have a conversation about the weekend and uh, what we got up to. So it's not an overly interesting sort of conversation or topic. Uh, and there's no real, you know, goal to it other than just to play around with the audio gear. So uh, yeah, have a listen and tell us what you think. It's certainly not perfect, but it was only just for us to play around with what it sounds like and for me to edit it all and see what that's like. So yeah, let us know. How did we get right here? Where are we? We are sitting at Cordola Campground, which is, what, about a 10-minute drive out of Morgan on the Riverland? Two hours north of Adelaide. We're sitting on a really nice little bank here. We're not quite on the river, but we're back in a little estuary, I guess, a little stream. It's nice and calm. We've got a kayak sitting out the front with a little campfire. Plenty of birds around that you'll probably hear getting around in the background. Yeah, there's heaps of bird life up here. It's so nice. But yeah, how'd we get here, Ben? Well, I was working away up in Queensland last week. I was up in Gladstone, enjoying the warm weather. And uh, yeah, I was just didn't want to come home and just have the weekend back at home in the cold. We may as well go and do something and get out there. So yeah, I texted you at, I don't know, midday when I was sitting in the airport in yeah. Brisbane. It's really just making the most of, you know, the weekend you've got. Caitlin picked me up from the airport on the way home from work uh, Friday afternoon. And we had precisely an hour in the house at home, uh, mm. throwing everything in the car. And it's one thing we've always tried to do is to, to keep the car 
as set up as possible so that we can just run off at a at a moment's notice so put a few clothes in fishing rods hooked up the boat got a bit of food that we collected from the house and uh the car was already full of fuel put some water in it and off we shot so we left at seven o'clock and got up here by about 9 30 um this property is actually owned by some old family friends of Caitlin's from when she used to live in Morgan uh, when she was little. So caught up with their son, who Caitlin went to school with for a couple of years in primary school. <laughs> Long time ago, we worked out. I left here when I was six, and it's a bit of a weird one because, like, I've always said, oh yeah, I grew up in the Riverland. I like grew up in Morgan, but really, I only spent four or five years here when I was really young. Um, and it's kind of a weird one because I always feel like I've grown up here, but really I didn't. I grew up in the hills because um, a lot of my like values and things that I like doing come from the time we spent here. And like, you know, every day after school, you'd go down the river and, you know, our school teacher had a speedboat and homework was to go out on the speedboat with your school teacher. Um, so, cool. yeah, there's just lots of little bits and pieces that I either remember or remember through stories. Um, but even though I didn't spend a lot of time here, it's still, yeah, it's still somewhere I think I value is somewhere I grew up. Saturday morning, what did we get up to? I think the like well, first thing to mention about Saturday was we woke up after the sun had risen, but we knew there was going to be fog coming in over the water in the morning. And we woke up and it was just glassy. Um, like we pulled down the windows on the rooftop tent, which is parked. What is that? Like, I don't know, 15 meters from the water? Um, yeah pulled down the the windows and there was such a nice fog just sitting over the water and it was like flat as glassy and reflecting and it just looked so peaceful which was the perfect way to wake up considering this trip's kind of just a getting back out there and relaxing we've got this little um i think he's a type of um kingfisher he looks kind of like a magpie and he's been in and out of camp all morning, but he just swooped the back of Ben's head and pulled up right at the last minute. But he's eyeing off the bit of leftover pizza that's sitting on our cooker there. Yeah, the bit of pizza does look pretty good sitting on the hot plate over the <laughs> over the coals, just warming up. But yeah, he's a cool little guy. He's hanging out in one of the big river gums right on the edge of the river. And he's just been sussing us out all morning, so. Yeah. But yeah, back to what you were saying about the the weather. I think that's one thing we've done well this weekend. Like, I don't know if you looked at the weather, but I didn't at all. And when we rocked into camp, um, Lee, the owner here, asked if we wanted to take Dyer's kayak out um, and he'd drop it down at the campsite for us. And I said to him, I'm like, look, if it's meant to rain, don't worry about it. But um, if it's looking all right, then we'll take it out and go for a little burn in the morning. But I think that was something that I've enjoyed about this little last minute trip is I didn't look at the weather at all um which like we've camped in the rain before and camped in the cold and there's ways of making it comfortable and enjoying being in the rain um it makes an adventure in itself as well we did a trip with a couple of mates uh when I did the border track um that runs from Pinaroo down to Bordertown along the South Australian Victorian border and the weather was looking pretty shocking but we're all just like stuff it let's just go if it rains, it rains. We've all got awnings. And we did that, and yeah, it, it pissed down rain for, <laughs> you know, the whole afternoon on the Saturday, I think it was. And we all had awnings out, somehow managed to get a fire going. We got that Samba fire gel stuff, 
we just like emptied half a bottle of that on a whole bunch of wet timber that we collected and people pulled wood out of the cars and whatever else and managed to get this fire going and it was pouring down rain. We had this circle of cars around the fire with all the awnings. We were digging trenches and little drainage things and yeah. somehow the fire's still going and we're running undercover when it was raining and then running out to the fire once it'd get lighter and stop and you'd warm up and try and dry off and it was just so much fun and we ended up playing a game of cards on the table underneath one of the awnings, probably the small, smallest awning we had. We ended up under there somehow. The big table Shoveling. of snacks and cards and whatever else. And, and then we had, you know, shoveled some coals in under the chairs and under the tables to keep everything warm. And it just, you're all huddled in so tight. And it was, um, it's, it's a story and an adventure in itself, even though it's inclement weather. You make the most of the scenario. And so, yeah, Saturday woke up with fog all over the, the river and whatever and that enticed us to get up and check that out a bit more but as all good things it was all over pretty quickly and you know the the morning light went and the the snow uh, the snow the fog <laughs> burned off the pelicans came in and ruined the perfectly glassy water yeah it's cool though seeing the the first pelican land in the morning it was yeah pure glass and this pelicans just come in real low and scooped the water and the amount of ripples that one bird makes just hitting the water was kind of cool it's all those cool little things you notice in the mornings when it's completely dead calm. There's no noise and you're seeing the world wake up, I guess. Saying the world wake up, the other weird thing, just jumping back, weird thing that happened on Friday night, there was a lot of birds awake. Yeah. Like, yes, in the morning, like right now, there's birds going around everywhere, left, right and center, and different types of birds and all sorts. But Saturday night, like, you get your normal mopopes sitting in the background and there were some sulfur crests in the trees that were not too happy that we'd pulled into camp with our lights on. A few pelicans were still paddling around and jumping out of the water to find somewhere to rest. But then there was little, like, tweety birds right up until, like, yeah, midnight that were just tweeting away. And it's, yeah, birds you'd normally expect in the middle of the day, not the middle of the night. Yeah, it's one of the most amazing things I've realised about the river is just how much life there is around it, you know. There's always those common sayings and phrases I guess around the rivers being the lifeblood of the land you know especially out away from the coast but um, yeah this strip's really highlighted how true that that is you've got all the farmland and the people all settled and the towns all settled around the river but just the crazy amount of wildlife and birds that are all based around the river because it's just it really is a lifeblood so yeah we yeah. cooked Cook some brekkie on Saturday morning. Forgot cheese. We forgot the cheese. And again, it's one of those trips. We're deliberately rushing out the door because, you know, it was always going to be get home, not even unpack my bags from being in Queensland, just straight into packing some fresh stuff. And one of those trips of if we don't have it, we don't need it. It's only two nights. We'll, yeah. we'll live without it. We've got, you know, food and water and stuff to make a fire. Like, we'll be fine if we forget the cheese we forget yeah. the cheese like even like food we didn't pack any fresh produce coming into the riverland they've got biosecurity with um fruit fly so we'd kind of already planned that you know we'll go into town saturday morning and you know the kind of empty what is it called empty esky is that the yeah. thing that's going around the thing that went around of you know come and support these small towns that aren't getting the tourism at the moment i think it was empty esky yeah so yeah tried to do a bit of that as well because we were you know we're saying oh should we be under the shops on the way out we thought well 
there's a shop in Morgan. Yes, it's going to be a bit more expensive, but if you just buy everything locally and come to these places, you're not pumping any money into their economy, which Especially is... Especially camping. ...really struggling at the moment as well. Yeah, we did a bit of empty esky concept, I guess. Yeah. Bought some food in, in town and went to the bakery and got lunch and went and had a look through town and whatnot. Yeah. Not that it's um too big, you kind of blink and you miss it. It's one of those towns, but... No, it was cool. We um yeah, after we had breakfast we kinda of packed up and went and met um Lee crossing one of the little bridges that goes across from the lagoon to the riverside. Um I don't think he recognised me at first, but once Ben got talking to him through the window and dropped my name, he was like, Oh yeah, how are you how are your parents going? and had a chat about that. Um, so that was nice and then we stopped in at the reception to pay and Daisy was in there. So fixed her up and had a chat about a few people that are still getting around and so and so's owning this place now and these people live here now and yeah so went and said hello and then ran into town and did the the lap showed Ben the old house that we used to live in which was connected to the police station and happened to be across the road from the CFS shed which um, if anyone knows my old man knows that it's a great place to be for him yeah timing of the century oh. Is that my old man? No, it's my old man. One on one of podcasting. Turn the uh, turn the phones on silent before you start. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be one of the old mans, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. So Morgan is um, on the river. Just a bit of geography is the point. Um, they call it the the bend of dog leg. It's a dog leg where the river turns from running east west east west to south north. to south north. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty cool bit of geography. For the river here and it means there's a lot of nice big cliff faces surrounding the area as the river kind of turns and weaves its way yeah um but yeah it was interesting going through and there's a lot of paddle steamer history um and at the moment morgan's rebuilding the canali um which 32 meter long um yeah paddle steamer boat it was built in 1902 or yeah, three or early. somewhere one of those early years 1900s um, and it was more used as a work boat than it was a passenger ferry. Um, and, yeah, they're slowly collecting a bit of history about it all and whatever. And it sunk in 1950. Yeah. Something like that. And then and it was it was sort of half in in the water, half out of the water. And then another group recovered it. 30 years later. And then they worked on it for 13 years and, well, had it for 13 years and basically gave up on it and then um the guys here found out that you know they wanted to offload it and they went and had a look at it and basically yeah it was sort of sitting in a little creek that was only in you know sort of less than half a meter of water type thing so it was kind of sitting on the bottom just in this creek basically just a hull at that stage and uh yeah they the deal was that they were they were given it if they could come and remove it basically so but another funny thing about the restoration, we were talking to Lee about it, who's on the committee rebuilding it, and um, they had a guy on Anzac Day call up Dizey and, um, you know, they'd been to their, their local service all day before Anzac Day, um, and he called up and he said, I hear that you guys are restoring the, the canali. Um, I happen to have the original steering wheel from the canali. And um, anyway, they organised that he would come down after the service on Anzac Day and dropped off this this steering wheel. And the story goes that 
him and his mates were just bashing around the the river and the ins and outs and came across this wreckage not realizing its significance or anything like that and um yeah the steering wheel was sticking out of the water and they thought that would look really good in my in my bar upstairs so um unscrewed it and apparently it traveled back to melbourne and sat in his sister's shed up until um last year i think they bought it yeah, back but um yeah, it's kind of cool. So Lee was saying that it's not in a condition to be used again, but they've been able to make a replica um, of the steering wheel based on the one that they've got and that'll be going into the museum here at Morgan. So kind of funny, you know, you wonder what people have got sitting in their sheds at home that they've just come across mm. getting around. And uh, yeah, so it's a pretty interesting conversation. I don't know anything about paddle steamers, so I was picking Lee's brain a little bit on, you know, sort of the history of them and how they work and yeah, anyway, we had that conversation and then we uh, that was at the boat ramp with the boat halfway down the ramp. <laughs> Typical uh, Typical country conversation. Country conversation. It's got to be over a motorbike or a quad bike or a ute door. You have to have something to lean on. Yeah, exactly right. So now we dropped the little tinny in and went for a burn from, uh, from their place back down towards uh, Morgan, um, which I'm not too sure how far it was. It's probably, it probably eight or nine k's at least, I'd say. Um, the old girls only got a little 25 on us, so we weren't screaming down. But, uh, no, there's lots of really big, can't really call them shacks. They're definitely houses at this point. <laughs> there's a few mansions getting around. Um, which one was just an absolute monster and perfectly manicured gardens and Big huge, glass big, windows. Yeah. Massive house. One big main section of the house with like two wings out on either side, which would have been, um, you know. Sleeping quarters, I assume. The wings were probably the same size as, well, bigger than some of the shacks next door. Oh, yeah. And then uh, when I got back, I was talking to, to Lee again, and he was saying, yeah, that's the, uh, the Garden Grove guys have just built that. They just finished it late last year and three million bucks later or something like that, which is pretty crazy for a holiday house. But no, it was really cool and just cruising down the river, just checking out all the different things and quite a few people about just cruising around doing their thing or camping on the side of the river somewhere or whatnot. Big standard we saw, wave as yeah, you go by. Big standard country wave on the way past. Um, and we saw a, this big re- river red gum right on the river bank with a cliff sort of behind it and the house cantilevered out off the cliff. And then they'd built a big scaffold bridge effectively across to the tree and then had a tree house in the tree. And like, this was like a five by five meter tree house yeah. with windows and shades and it had venetian oh. blinds like <laughs> yeah. it's the not a tree house, tree house. <laughs> uh, that's so cool um yeah and then got down into morgan and crossed over the ferry where the ferry goes across in the boat tinny happened to like cut out right as we were pulling across the ferry lines and we're like sitting there trying to get the thing going and thank goodness that the current was pushing us in the right direction yeah um but that was a bit funny like trying to get this thing going yeah. So we got up to there and then decided to turn around because it was starting to get a bit late in the afternoon. So we uh, poodled on back and we stopped halfway along and had a chat to your old man, as it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> had a drink and some nibbles and dropped the lines in. We got some worms when we were in town earlier in the day and dropped the lines in to see if we could catch anything, which no luck there. No. Haven't had any luck. We got the rod in now even and yeah, there's just been nothing. So I'm anyway. wondering if it's because we're in the lagoon, maybe. Mm. Maybe they're not as... I don't know. 
not as active. Thought a, a bit of corn and a worm would do the job perfectly, but not one fish. Well, it's sure just not WA, is it? Yeah, that's it. That's a story for another time. <laughs> but uh, it's a little bit patchy, the sort of sunlight and shade and whatever, so all the big cliffs that um, have a westerly aspect are uh, pretty amazing in that yeah. afternoon sunlight. Like if you've ever seen photos of the big red cliffs on the riverlands, it's more than likely Morgan. Um, seen advertising photos on Instagram or whatever of those big cliffs in the river they're, yeah, they're generally here yeah they look like they've just been sliced like I was saying to Ben yesterday on the tinny how you know these cliffs are so high and so flat but it just like drops off into the water and just continues but you, you kind of turn around thinking that you'll, you'll see the cliff face on the other side continue but it just drops but yeah it's really cool in that it's sliced and you can see all the sedimentary layers of it um, and yeah, it's like these thin little lines of cracked rocks and then big sections of, um, sand, sandstone, limestone. I'm not good with my stones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, big sections of stones and, um, you know, they're laced with fossils, um, which is another big feature of Morgan is that all of these cliff faces have, um, lots of fossilization, mm. I guess, from, um old seabeds and we didn't see it because I totally forgot about it but dad mentioned on the phone that um the turntable of the train line built into the wall um they've like carved it out there's an old whale um carcass or skeleton in the wall fossilized fossilized yeah. and this yeah. is right in front of the main the main street the main two pubs yeah just down in the parklands there's this big cutout on the wall and so yeah we cruised on back and pulled the tinny back out of the water and got to camp sort of just before the sunset was going down and got the fire going. Um, what did we have last night? We had chicken skewers and some mash and yeah, it was a bit of a, bit of, a bits of dinner. Um, but, you know, when you're only going away for a weekend, it just doesn't matter. So and one nice thing that I always enjoy is going away camping or just seeing – we do it unintentionally because we prefer it anyway, but Seeing how long you can go without getting the gas cooker out. Mm, <laughs> we, this morning was close, I tell you. Yeah. You know, we've, we've cooked on the fire and heated up water for coffee and all that kind of stuff just on the fire. And it's so much more enjoyable to kind of have to work and get this little creation of a fire going to be able to heat your food up or cook something or heat up water for a coffee or whatever. And, you know, we've got all this fancy gear in the car that you, you definitely need and you, you, you use quite often but it's so nice when the conditions and the environment and the time of year allows to have you know a small cooking fire and you do everything on that so yeah just sat and enjoyed the fire we uh, had a play around with a bit of this gear last night as well for the um the recording that um a mate is very kindly lent to me for now to uh to try some things out but uh, I think there's going to be a lot more of this coming up soon where we talk of some of our adventures and stories and people that we've met along the way because it's just, you know, every time you ask someone what's the best thing about traveling, nine times out of ten you'll get the answer, you know, the people you meet and the stories you hear and the places you see and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's what we're going to try and achieve to to share some of those stories and share some of our experiences of the places we've traveled recently and want to travel and are planning to travel and um, conversations with people who have maybe traveled those places or done similar things to us or 
some crazy stories we've had and some camping and four-wheel drive fails and stories of just just stories and keep it keep it relaxed and chill and um it's more about the the connection with people and places and experiences than you know a tips and tricks type thing um yeah just to to share the love of traveling and camping and experiencing nature and noticing things and the more time you spend out here the more time you notice things any last things you want to add before we wrap this up i don't believe so the pizza's looking pretty good over there i know it's just out of reach from where we're set up it too is. same with the water and the last of my coffee so oh, coffee yes i think we'll uh we'll smash this last bit of leftover pizza because we all know that leftover pizza is the uh the best way to eat it especially when it's heated up on the campfire and then I reckon we might take the tinny for another little bash. So, anyway, this is, uh, I guess, a, a little test episode one. Yeah. See what it's like, and we'll, um, yeah, send us your thoughts or messages or tips and tricks and improvements. I can't wait to to hear some of the stories from people and people we know and people that we don't but we've heard of or whatever. So, yeah, let us know. Gotcha. Yeah,